Hey everyone, before the show starts, I did just really quickly want to plug our uh, merch store. If you head over to storefrontier.com forward slash cast conversations, uh, you'll see all of our stuff. We've got hoodies, long sleeves, and t-shirts. So head over there and enjoy the episode. And welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cast Conversations. As you can see, I am Jeremy. Just kidding. I'm not Jeremy. Um, I'm Phil. And joining me with me, joining me to, on today's episode as a co-host is Jesse, our social media manager. Hello. <laughs> so uh, give, her, give her a break. It's her first time hosting. So uh, she's going to do great, though. Uh, and then also on the episode we have Rebecca. Be- Hello. I guess I meant to ask. Do you go? Do you like Becca? Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. Um, so I guess just start getting into it. Um, just a brief overview to start. What was your role at uh, Walt Disney World? Yeah. Um, so I was a character attendant um, on the Disney College Program Spring 2019. Um, yeah, okay. lived in Chatham. It was a good time. <laughs> Chatham Square. And are you sad that all the uh, housing is gone? Yes, but I've also driven past Flamingo Crossing a lot, and it mm-hmm. looks awesome. So, do, do you live down there? No, um, I was. I did a second program as well, um, and I I moved back to Washington D.C. where I live now a few months ago. So okay. up until like June, I was driving past it um, and seeing all the progress they were making for Flamingo Crossing. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I starting at the beginning, where did your love for Disney begin and what led you up to the point where I think I want to apply for the college program? Yeah, um, so I actually did theater in Orange County, California, which is where Disneyland is located. Mm-hmm. And there's a really big connection between like theater kids and Disney, apparently. So mm-hmm. all of my friends had annual passes and we would go like after school just all together um, and enjoy the parks. I also grew up going with my family as well um, in like elementary school. I remember uh, like my dad would take me to the park while my brother had Boy Scouts, like very casually like that, just for a few hours to ride Space Mountain and just go home. Um, So I grew up with that kind of Disney experience. Um, I'd been to Disney World once when I was like five, but obviously didn't remember it. Um, And then I went when I was 18 for my 18th birthday. Gotcha. Uh, Yes, but very much a Disneyland girl growing up. Um, uh, My theater directors worked there as well, like in the past. So it was just very ingrained and like, our culture. Um, I auditioned my senior year as well uh, for Disneyland um, as a dancer and a character attendant. Um, I got a character attendant offer, but was unable to take it because of um, college. Uh, So that's kind of what made me want to apply for the Disney college program. Like once I was in college and able to build my schedule around it and just have it be like facilitated through the program. Um, So yeah, Disney had always been a huge part of my life and I like knew that I wanted to work there in some capacity um, and the college program was the first step of that. Awesome. Okay, I have a question about Disneyland. So I've heard that like Disneyland is like a lot more like annual pass holders and more like regulars versus like Disney World is a lot more tourists. Did you like notice that 
especially like working at Disney World after being at Disneyland for so long. Oh, like, for it, sure. Yeah. And even like, <laughs> yeah. And even being like that pass holder, like <laughs> it is so much more that, and it's, that's just like the norm there. Yeah. Mm. And I think it, what follows that is that the cast members there are so much more laid back um, and they feel more local as well. Um, since I don't know if this is the main reason, but like their college program isn't as big as Disney world. Right. Um, so a lot more people there work locally and then it's local visitors, obviously with tourists as well um, from out of town, but yeah, it has a more like local feel to it. Oh, okay. That, I mean, that makes a lot of sense actually there. There's a, amazing amount of international tourists at disney world um, especially brazil <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seeing the brazil people yep it's yeah huge. it's crazy um so kind of going kind of along the timeline here rebecca yes. uh when you when you were auditioning uh what what is what are a couple things that you felt made you stand out over others in your audition hmm um <laughs> Might be I, a will tough say, question, only, I had two or three auditions that were unsuccessful okay. um but the character attendant one in disneyland they audition their character attendants and they do not do that in disney world mm -hmm. um but i actually went into one of those and made it to the last round and then got cut um but then a couple months later i got an email from a recruiter at disney for an invite only audition for character attendance um and got it there, but then the timing wasn't right. And I like couldn't do traditions with enough time for it to like make sense before I left oh, to go to interesting. school. Okay. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like there with Disney, there's a skill of finding the right balance between bubbly and magical, but still like sincere and honest sometimes. So I feel like I was able to bring that like bubbly personality um, and like the magic that comes with Disney cast members um, but I'm still a relatively chill person. So I think that balance made me stand out as well. Okay. Um, so just going back, cause I think that's so interesting that character attendants have to, uh, is there like, I feel like a lot of people know like the audition for the, um, character performing, you like do a dance and then, <laughs> but what's, is there a big difference between the audition for a character attendant? Cause I've never heard about that. It was wild. Like Fred, from what I remember of it there was like three or four rounds and the first round was literally just saying your name and a fun fact about yourself. <laughs> and they would go down the line and the same thing with like character performer auditions. Um, they would call numbers at the end based mm. off of that. So there was so much pressure to like choose a fun fact. I'm pretty sure my fun fact was I have a cute puppy named Holly and like that's silly and like not a groundbreaking fact. <laughs> But I, my, I remember my thought was like, I'm going to say something that like makes me smile and like is mm -hmm. just nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then it goes on for multiple rounds and you get questions. Um, the casting director will go down the line and ask different questions that you could encounter in the parks. Um, I remember one of mine was like for a Disney junior character who I wasn't super familiar with, um, mm -hmm. like she had to close her line or something. So it's just like, they would pretend to be like a family or a child, like asking where the character went and you had to storyline um, while, why they were leaving. Um, mm. It was just like on the job questions yeah. for, the, for the audition. That, that moment after after kind of the round is over when they're calling those numbers, that, that's so nerve wracking, isn't it? 
It oh really is. Yeah. I, I went to one audition, completely failed, booted the first round. But uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I was, they were just going in order and I was like, oh my gosh. And then like, I think the three numbers before me got called and then the three numbers after me, I was like, Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, that's a really unique experience to audition for character attendant. Um, so did that, would you say that helped you get the role you got at Disney World having kind of that background? I think so, yeah. And like that in combination with theater and then having friends like working in the parks and just like visiting them in California and like hearing about their experience. Mm-hmm. I think all of that like all combined to make it like, character attendant was like very clearly a good match for me okay yeah yeah that's that's very cool <laughs> jesse you got you got a question oh, <laughs> sorry okay. to throw you on the spot <laughs> so were you you were a character attendant in animal kingdom if i looked at your instagram correctly yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i was i was based in animal kingdom um which just means you get your scheduled shifts through Animal Kingdom, um, but character attendant is, is a universal role. So I could pick up mm-hmm. at all four parks, which is very much so a goal of mine to make sure that I worked um, in every park, um, which I did, I think within the first like month or two. Um, but it's, it's, it's scary to pick up in other parks because you get a tour of your park in training. So you know where all of the break rooms are and like what the like general just layout of backstage of each park is, but you don't get that for the other three parks. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was very stressful, like learning all of backstage, but that definitely came in handy. And it's, I'm sure just a huge section of my brain that is just how to get around (laughs) backstage of Walt Disney World. Um, But yeah, Animal Kingdom is my favorite park though. And I did work the majority of my shifts there too, because it was just the entertainment um, in Animal Kingdom was very tight knit. um, Mm. Cause I think it was one of the smaller parks entertainment wise. Um, so everyone really knew each other and a lot of people stayed in Animal Kingdom. So it was nice to see that a lot of the same faces every day. I was going to say, I, I do feel like there are uh, quite a few less characters in Animal Kingdom. Now that, now that I kind of think about it, never really thought about thought about it in that way before. But yeah, yeah the it, animals it, are the main focus. Right. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, So you also had some pretty good friends that, uh, or I guess you could say, I don't know how to word it. Maybe you can word it better since you're the character attendant. Yes. Uh, So character attendants were always the ones just helping our character friends make the mm -hmm. magic. Um, So for my college program, uh, what was so great about being global is that we could work with any character. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was really fun to like, get to know them and know all of their friends. Uh, And one of my favorite parts about just like being in the college program in general was being able to walk through the park on a day off and like have Donald Duck like wave you down and blow you kisses. And you're just like, hey Donald, nice nice to see you, I guess. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but a very, very unique and weird experience, but extremely magical. That could not happen anywhere else other than Disney college program for sure. I bet, yeah. So. Who would you say was your favorite character to work with? Um, I think probably Donald Duck in Dino Land USA. Um, Cause they had recently um, 
done added a bunch of characters to Dino Land with the storyline that Donald Duck was the mayor of Dino Land, um, mm-hmm. and he was throwing Donald's Dino Bash um, because he had just discovered that ducks are related to dinosaurs and were the ancestors of dinosaurs. So he wanted to oh. celebrate, and he had his <laughs> uncle Scrooge pay for it. And Launchpad McQuack joined and then a bunch of other friends and Chip and Dale weren't invited, but they made their own dinosaur costumes to blend in with the surroundings. So like all that was very fun and very fun to work with Donald at the helm of it all. Um, Very sassy, but feeling very much so in his element in the middle (laughs) of Dinoland. That was always very fun. Um, And other parks, uh, it was super fun to work with Anna and Elsa as well Mm. uh, in Norway. It really, it really was. Wow. Um, so I know like in Animal Kingdom, I feel like the uh, like Chippendale with their like dino seats, like iconic, like everyone knows that. <laughs> but where else did you work in Animal Kingdom? Because like, I can't, I don't know, maybe it's just like I'm focused on like Everest and Pandora, like when I go into Animal Kingdom, but I can't think of like where else the characters yeah. are in Animal Kingdom. So during my college program, they had the Hakuna Matata dance party, which was celebrating mm. the new live action Lion King. That's and fun. Yeah, so it was a dance party um, kind of across from mm, Flame Tree Barbecue and yeah. like by the Tree of Life. Um, that was so fun as well. That would be like my second favorite. Only for, it wasn't my first because if it's a hundred degrees in Florida <laughs> and you're oh, dancing out yeah. for six hours, <laughs> like that's hard. <laughs> but the attendants were like encouraged to dance with the characters and with the kids. So if you were scheduled to Kuna Matata dance party, you were just dancing in Animal Kingdom for six hours <laughs> um, and making sure people don't like attack the characters, um, but mostly just dancing. So that was really fun. You have Doug and Russell um, mm. by the tree as well. Pocahontas is on the other side of the tree. Um, and then there's a character dining by the safaris. Um, and Mickey and Minnie as well. Okay. So did you, ha- did you ever have to actually deal with anyone uh, coming and attacking the characters while dancing? Um, a lot of it was just people not realizing that what they were doing could oh. cause harm. Yeah. Um, I don't think I saw any like outright malice. It was just <laughs> either like children not understanding or like parents thinking they're being funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there were definitely many situations like that, but nothing that was like out of anything coming from a bad place, just a lot of misunderstanding. So it was like advocating for the characters and making sure that like, they're protected when they're dealing with everything else. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so what what was your go-to dance move? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's great about Disney is that, like, it can be cheesy and, like, fun and silly. Um, but with the Hakuna Matata dance party, they had, like, choreography with it. And the character attendants were not taught this choreography. Like, they had performers who learned it. Mm-hmm. But okay. it got to the point where, like, I worked it so much that, like, I knew it. So I would full on do that. And my own dance moves were kind of just, like, bopping in the corner. <laughs> or, like, trying to find a little bit of shade to, to cool down a little bit. <laughs> that's me. That's that's, yeah. how, that's how I dance. And Animal Kingdom is 10 degrees hotter than all the other parks. Yeah, I can see that. Like, actually. So it was, it was quite warm. <laughs> mm. I feel like I've always, like, looked at those dance parties and, like, I'll be like with my friends or something in my head. I'm like, I wish I was like a character attendant so I could like dance. <laughs> Instead, I'm gonna have to like, act 
one not. But yeah, I've always wanted to do those. Those look so fun. You should just jump in next time. It's super oh, fun. Really Once you like go for it fully, that's what that's when it's good. And like you don't feel like you're being silly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh we'll throw it to a quick break and then we will be right back. I'm not gonna say or else like Jeremy because that's not what I do. Uh, we will be back no matter what. <laughs> Jeremy, what up? I was uh, I was thinking the other day, you know, like I, I constantly am getting a lot of business cards right. and constantly throwing them away all the time. Yeah, they're easy uh, to misplace. Right, right. So instead of, if if you're one that gives out business cards, instead of having to constantly give someone a business card that they're probably just going to lose and it'll just be junk. Um, why not go with a link card? A link is a link cards are business cards, basically just ele electronic version that have an RFID scanner in the card. And then, so it stores all your information on that card. You keep it with you. And if you meet someone you're trying to link with link, haha, <laughs> then, uh, so bump it up to the phone it's got a card in it these these must be like huge huge like what what are they the size nope. of it is the size of a normal credit card pretty much huh. uh just super thin um and then yeah you just someone says hey i need i need your info here it is you can put where you work uh your position phone email all that stuff right to their phone in an instant so Go get yourself a link card today. And we are back as promised. Um, so just getting right back into it. Um, Rebecca was telling us over break, uh, we almost forgot to bring up. Uh, she had another internship along with her college program. So you want to first just give a brief overview of that, Rebecca? Yes. Um, so... First, there's the Disney College program, and then there's Disney Professional Internships, um, all housed under Disney programs. Um, so this second one was a professional internship um, with Disney Parks Live Entertainment. And uh, it was called the Character Strategy Intern. That was my role. But that doesn't really mean anything to people who don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> but essentially, it was a lot of backstage planning for entertainment operations and support of new and ongoing entertainment operations, as well as some light um, social media reporting and just understanding and some um, planning with that, but mostly planning with um, operations in the park. But I, I hadn't heard of this internship um, or even knew that this job existed, but I wasn't even planning on coming back to Disney that fast, but mm. I was looking at professional internships literally three weeks after I had gotten back from my <laughs> Disney college program, just to like my truly, my intention was to copy and paste the descriptions into a document and then not look at it for like a year, but like just have that. So when I wanted to apply in the future, I knew how to prepare. Um, but I saw this one called character strategy and it literally like perfectly combined my two majors, which are musical theater and public relations. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like wanting to do something that has communication aspects in it, 
um, and just like planning as well as entertainment, I just like had to apply. Like I couldn't just like sit there and not. So I applied for just that one. Um, and I had actually done, I went like kind of a meet and greet, but she was also my leader. So I had spoken to one of my leaders in animal kingdom who had history with the company, um, as, um, doing social media. So I just like thought she was fascinating and sat down with her during my college program. And then when I went to apply for my professional internship, I just reached out to her and told her I was applying. Um, and she had, she had been transferred, um, as a temporary assignment to the team that that internship was part of. So it was really interesting to like pick her brain about it and just know that like I had someone at my table just because I had had a positive experience working with her um, for my college program. So I really like to emphasize that like networking and getting to know your leaders um, is so important and just like reaching out to people. If you have an interest and they have experience, um, just asking them how they got there, wanting to get to know them. Um, and just keeping people at your table um, as you're moving forward, because especially within Disney, everyone is so happy to help you because they had people who helped them and like um, taught them new things and helped them grow. So I was super lucky to like have her on on my team. Um, and then I got to work with her, which was, which was really, really cool. Um, and I did a bunch of cool random things, unfortunately cut short by COVID. Um, but I worked from home for like a month after the parks closed. Um, and then once the furlough hit for everyone, that's when the professional internships ended as well. Hmm. So I've always wondered this because I've never done the college program. I'm a, I want to in the future, <laughs> but like, what is the, I don't know the correct word to use. Like, I'm going to use the word vibe. That is not a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the, like, vibe different from like the college program to the internship if that makes sense no it for sure does um so I was the only person in my role so like when I was a character attendant there was like hundreds of character attendants um but I was the only character strategy intern for that semester um and there was another intern who was um, working on entertainment analytics at the time I was there um but other than that I was with like real like adults who were like <laughs> working in an office um, so I worked like in the entertainment offices, uh, I would go into the park to do like specific tasks or like, um, I would do like one of my sections or like one of my responsibilities in that role was to do, um, location assessments in the parks, okay. um, only really made it through Epcot in the time before, um, everything shut down, but I would go into the parks and go to every character location and make sure that like everything was like safe, efficient, magical, all of that <laughs> jazz. Um, and making sure that it was like the optimal situation for guests to like meet the characters in the most magical way possible. And if there were any changes we could do on our end, like trying to see what it would look like to implement those. So like I would go into the park sometimes, um, but not in a costume. I would go in like my business casual mm -hmm. with my name tag and like a little, a little tablet. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was really cool. And like, sometimes people would look at me and be like, who is that child? Like dressed in a blazer. <laughs> um, but it was really, really cool. Cause I still had friends working there at the time as well. Um, so seeing them on the job would be really mm -hmm. fun. 
Um, but yeah, so it was very, very different. Professional internships are definitely more specialized towards a specific career goal, um, usually matching your major as well, because they're extremely competitive. Mm. Um, so yeah, and getting to work with people who had been with the company for like decades, if not longer, like longer than I have been alive, it was like really <laughs> cool to hear their experience and just truly like broaden my scope of what Disney and Walt Disney World are. Um, it was really cool. And then to bring in my background, like background, having worked in the park. Um, yeah. yeah I, I can imagine that is probably a very cool experience. Uh, so what did you said you worked at home for a month after uh, I guess it got shut down. What, so what did you do from home? Uh, what was your kind of role there? Yeah. So we, um, I specifically remember being in the office. It must've been either Thursday or Friday um, when we heard the news that Disneyland had announced that they were closing. Um, and then we were told just to take our things for two weeks. So I took my little computer and a charger for it. And that was about it. Um, and then once it was clear that this would be going on for much longer, we continued with our like regular work that we were going. I was in the middle of a character dining project. Mm -hmm. um, so I continued that to an extent so that when things opened up, they would have something to go off of to continue that project. Oh, um, okay. But we also worked um, on our, our, we did our closing plans like very briefly because it happened very fast, but we had a adjusted character dining experience in the hotels for the week after the park closed. Mm -hmm. um, so we were like working with show directors and choreographers to figure out um, how the characters could still see people at the restaurant without interacting with them and by keeping a distance. So I was at Grand Floridian at like 5 a.m. on Monday morning after the parks <laughs> closed um, to work with the cast as they were getting ready to like make that change for a 1900 park fair when they opened for character dining breakfast mm. in the morning. Um, but then we were doing a lot of planning for reopening um, because we had no idea what was going to happen. So it was a lot of the initial brainstorming of how could we make sure that guests and characters can all coexist safely in whatever that new norm is going to be when things reopened. Um, and they kept everything very tight of like, who knew anything about reopening. So there'd be like big department heads who like didn't know what was going on. So it was a lot of like planning for any situation. Sure. Yeah. Um, and just trying to maximize the guest experience and the magic while keeping everyone safe as well. So we did a lot of that planning um, all from home, which was <laughs> very, very strange. So is like what, so obviously like you said, they ended up like letting go of the professional internships like after about like one month. Mm -hmm. but can you kind of see like what you plan versus like what they're doing now? Like if did it change a lot in the process, like while you were gone or like, is it similar to what you were helping with? If that it, makes sense. Yeah, for sure. They definitely did a lot more brainstorming because there was a part of the, t like, a, like just a part of our thinking was we didn't want to, we didn't truly know it was going to happen. Um, and most of my team actually ended up getting furloughed as well. And um, I think some of them have unfortunately been let go as well, which is also very hard to watch from a distance because um, I'm back at school now. So it's very strange to watch both like my friends in the parks and then 
these like mentors and professionals that I've worked with, like going through all of the layoffs that have been happening. Um, so the team has changed a lot, but a lot of the work that everyone did before the furlough began, um, definitely a lot of it stayed in there. And then a lot of it, um, my leaders got brought back and they continued doing the work um, for all of like the character opportunities that you see now um, with mm. the cavalcades and um, the boats in Animal Kingdom and like the distanced um, appearances like on the train station um, platform and stuff. So a lot of that was like being talked about and like how we had a spreadsheet for like all of the locations with all of the scenarios um, for what could happen. Like if talking about like social distancing and like masks and all of that. Um, so some of it was there, but then a lot happened once people got brought back and once I was already um, <laughs> back in DC. So it's been interesting to watch from a distance and like text my manager. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that, that is pretty cool that um, you have that inside look that a lot of other people do not have or know kind of what's going on um, behind the scenes to get Disney all prepared. And yeah, yeah, there's so much that went into it. And even like aside from COVID, there's so much that goes into like every decision that is made um, that like people don't know about. Um, That is, it's just so interesting and all of the moving parts of it as well. Yeah. So, um, I was going to, oh, what was I going to ask? Oh, do you have any plans to ever go uh, back work for Disney or you're kind of, kind of done? I would definitely, I would definitely like to. Um, it's a little intimidating knowing that so many people have been let go mm-hmm. and that are like waiting to get their jobs back. But um, luckily I don't graduate until spring of 2022 because I've okay. taken a year off to work at Disney. I'm graduating <laughs> a year late um, or else I'd be graduating this year. Um, so I'm hoping that by the time I graduate, it'll be a little bit more clear of like what the options are. Yeah. Um, but I could also see myself like staying where I am in DC and like getting a little more communication experience because some of that's really hard to get internally. Um, so like trying to get a little more experience out of Disney and then try and go back in either through a different angle or through another professional internship. I wanted to go back <laughs> as part of their management internship program. Oh, yeah. um, but we, it's just so up in the air of like what will be available for right. students or like um, entry level or anything like that. So I'm keeping mm-hmm. my options very open, but of course want to end up there in some capacity or Disney Cruise Line has always been a goal of mine as well. Like my big kid, big kid dream job Mm -hmm. is to be a cruise director. Um, So definitely like, but of course they've been hit extremely hard um, by this as well. So it's waiting it out, supporting (laughs) my friends who are still there in the thick of it, going through it and seeing what I can do currently with what's available to make myself best prepared to go back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we did talk to someone who worked on uh, Disney Cruise Line, and it sounded it sounded pretty cool because, I mean, uh, yeah, you're 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 working, but then when you're on break or not working, you get to enjoy a cruise pretty much. Um, <laughs> so, not really a downside of that. 
I think the magic is just so amplified there because mm-hmm. um, you're just in this little boat, but that right. boat like packed full of like Disney magic. So, so yeah, because I, they can probably have more control over a more confined area. I feel like. So, sure. Yeah. Um, and the entire ship designed by Disney. So um, they can plan it however they want. So did, uh, did we cover all of your roles slash duties of uh, professional internship or anything like that? Did we miss anything? <laughs> I will say one thing that just like is so random, but I think of when I reflect on that internship most is that mm-hmm. one of like the coolest things I got to do was go to an overnight rehearsal for the Villains After Hours ticket oh. um, event. So I have like pictures of me in my car like before and after and I remember getting back at like 3 a.m <laughs> after like walking around Magic Kingdom and seeing all of the um prep work that went into um launching the new edition for the 2020 Villains After Hours and like seeing the stage performance and then the cavalcade that was introduced this year so it was really cool to work on that stuff in the office and like see all the planning for it and what all needed to happen to make it actually come to fruition and then going into the parks seeing the rehearsal for it like and seeing it come to life with an empty magic kingdom at like Mm -hmm. 2 (laughs) a.m with everyone who's just like so happy to be there doing what they're doing yeah that's really awesome that's awesome um jesse you got any anything else on her role i don't think so no I uh, I did want to say your your pictures back there behind you are very aesthetically pleasing. I I, I <laughs> like you. the I like the black and. Thank gray. you. Um, but yeah, so I guess we will go ahead and get into our uh, Disney favorites questions. Jesse, do you have these memorized? Because we used to write them down. <laughs> I, I can I know them. I don't Just know not them. not in order. But I think the first one is, what are your top three favorite Disney movies? Yeah, we, I think we switched it to one. Oh. But you can, Rebecca, you go ahead and tell us three. And this is movies? Yeah, movies. Um, I think my top, my top like overall Disney movie is Zootopia. Mm. And then my like favorite classic is Peter Pan. Okay. Um, I, I'm a I'm a big Peter Pan fan. Uh, I, I feel like they're just so separate too that they cannot be pre- compared. <laughs> right, I get that. I get that. Um, and then your favorite Disney character. Um, I think my overall favorite character probably Anna from Frozen. Okay, I think uh, Jesse just said. Uh, one of our episodes recently we did uh, what Disney princess or prince would you date and I think for Jesse's princess she said Anna well, I know <laughs> I, I know Jeremy did she would uh, I wanted to be with Anna but she's a queen now so she wouldn't have enough time for me so <laughs> she's busy <laughs> um, so I guess that kind of answers the next question the favorite Disney princess um, I will say classic then is Cinderella okay. as a favorite princess okay um Anna's a queen and she's kind of off doing her own thing (laughs) I feel like of the classic princesses uh I love Cinderella awesome Jesse you know you got the next one (laughs) wait I can Uh, get it (laughs) favorite soundtrack yeah yep (laughs) 
Ooh, a full soundtrack. Um, I don't know why this is the first thing that popped into my mind. I wouldn't say it's like my current favorite, but I went through an extremely large Newsies phase. Mm. Um, specifically the Broadway cast, not the movie, but I think it would be incorrect to say that I've enjoyed a soundtrack more than that. Um, yeah. Seventh grade Rebecca was would definitely say Newsies. <laughs> so I got to plug her own show. If you guys haven't checked out episode 101, go check out Kara Lindsay on her on her show. So very uh, cool. Yes, I saw that you guys were able to. Speak yeah, awesome. Yeah, she was she was really cool to talk to and very, very interesting story, too. Um, so the next question would be favorite um, Disney resort. Uh, gotta say beach club. Mm, okay. Do you, do you like the scent? A lot of people like the scent. I like the scent. I like the pool with the sand in mm-hmm. the bottom, the walkability to Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is nice being by the boardwalk. Um, like just because there's so much to do around there. Um, is that it's the really nice. With, uh, yeah. Beaches and cream, right? Beach yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Did you get the kitchen sink? When you're there. Oh yeah, classic <laughs> first week of the Disney College program. Yeah. Not get oh into God. parks, you go to beaches and cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then Jesse, do you know our last question? This one I do know. What is your okay. favorite uh, queue or ride queue? Okay, so I know you asked this, and I've been thinking about it like all day. <laughs> I think, like, Imagineering wise, I have to say um, Flight of Passage, but I know that like, duh. So I think my personal answer is um a journey into imagination with figment given that my interesting yeah my friends and i were first ironic like ironically into figment but it became Mm -hmm. um quite (laughs) unironic like halfway (laughs) into our program um but i think the queue is so fun um what do you but you know you never even get to wait in the queue you just zoom right on through it. <laughs> no, no, that's that's very, very true. <laughs> that is like, very true. I was actually like, because I went to, um, I was in Epcot like a couple weeks ago and you have to wait in line now because with COVID, the social distancing. And I was like going, I used, I love Figment. That was my favorite ride was a little. So when we were going through the line. I was like, wow, this line is really nice. I'm like, I never like stood in it before, but like, now that I actually like, had to wait like 20 minutes in the line, I was like, this is really cool. Because all the doors <laughs> with like the sounds and stuff. Yeah, like- it's so cute. <laughs> it, is, it is interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll uh, that'll pretty much wrap it up. Rebecca, thank you so much for being on this episode. Jesse, I think you did okay. Uh, Rebecca. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rebecca, how'd she do? She do. I think she well? did wonderful. Was wow. nice I agree. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, well, we will see you guys Tuesday for our last episode before the Christmas break. And uh, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Oh, we're going to give you a Mandalorian update because Jesse and Jeremy have said this episode has been good. crazy good today. Um, but we will see you guys all then. Bye.